RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. On today's show, William Shatner reveals that his next music album, after his upcoming blues album, will be autobiographical, and he wouldn't mind Chris Pine playing him in a biopic. It's a day full of William Shatner stories, plus Trek trivia coming up next. If you're a fan of William Shatner's music, then now is a good time to start rejoicing. Star Trek's first captain is due to release not one, but two new albums soon, one of which will be by the end of summer. Shatner is currently making the publicity rounds, promoting the upcoming premiere of Season 2 of The Unexplained, which he hosts. The series explores the world's most fascinating, strange, and inexplicable mysteries. In an interview with Den of Geek about the upcoming series, Shatner gave them an update on his music. His blues album is due out soon, and he's starting to work on another. I've got two albums, he said. I've got a blues album, which will be released by the end of the summer, and then we'll bring the other album out after that. Shatner first revealed that he was working on a blues album last year, and just this February, at the height of his now-canceled world tour, he told Dallas, Texas-based entertainment website Central Track that the album was in post-production. Now that that one is on its way, he's turned his attention to what he called an autobiographical album. Now, while he wasn't able to give many details about his autobiographical album, he did say that it would likely be accompanied by a book, and he did describe two tracks. One, called Monday Night in London, describes the events on his world tour, when he was due to give a performance in London around the same time that Prime Minister Boris Johnson started issuing restrictions on public gatherings due to the spread of COVID-19. The performance went ahead anyway with good attendance and was criticized by many fans as irresponsible, given the new pandemic restrictions. The other track on the new album will deal with the natural and mysterious phenomenon Fata Morgana, a type of mirage. Shatner hopes the phenomenon will make it into an episode of The Unexplained as well. Once again, Shatner's blues album is expected out by the end of the summer, with the next album, an autobiographical one, to follow sometime after that. As for Shatner's current project, The Unexplained, you can watch all of season one and the first episode of season two, now out on the History Channel. Over the last few months, GalaxyCon has hosted quite a few virtual panels featuring the cast and crew of some of your favorite classic Trek series, such as Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Last week, the convention group showcased a special one-on-one panel with original series actor William Shatner and moderator Patty Hawkins. According to a feature from Trek Report, 
the 89-year-old actor joined the virtual conversation from his home in Los Angeles and appeared to be in good spirits and in good health. Shatner discussed literature and wine, his time directing Star Trek The Final Frontier, and he also spoke about his current History Channel series, The Unexplained. During the hour-long conversation, Shatner answered a number of questions from the audience. When one fan asked the actor who he would like to see in the title role of a William Shatner biopic, Shatner was quick to respond, saying, I want to play myself. I don't want to die. It was good for a laugh, but the actor took a moment to ponder the question and answer a second time, saying, I don't know, Chris Pine? Why doesn't he play me? A good-looking, talented guy. Now, Chris Pine certainly seems like a good choice to play the actor in a biopic, having taken over Shatner's previous role in three Kelvin Timeline Star Trek films. Trek reports suggested that Pine was really playing Shatner acting as Kirk, which would make the task of inhabiting the role of William Shatner a bit easier. Unfortunately, there are no plans yet that we know of for a William Shatner biopic, but fans can continue to watch all of Captain Kirk's Star Trek adventures, available to stream now on CBS All Access. Now, I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. All this week, I'm highlighting some of the really great Star Trek stuff that you can get from EntertainmentEarth.com. Today's edition, a Star Trek The Next Generation adult coloring book for just $14.99. Now, I don't know if you're anything like me, but with the state of the world right now, we could all use a few moments of zen. It's been a few years since the adult coloring book trend really took off as a stress relief aid, but maybe it's time for a comeback. The TNG coloring book features 45 scenes for you to color in, so it will keep you busy for a while, maybe even until lockdown is over. Check it out for yourself on Entertainment Earth. When you hit their site by first heading to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Entertainment Earth, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive. So you can work on building your collection of cool Star Trek stuff and help me out at the same time. To find out more, just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Entertainment Earth. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash Entertainment Earth. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know, in Star Trek, generally speaking, warp factor is a way to describe velocities faster than light. Warp factor 1 is light speed, and warp factor 10 is theoretically infinite speed. It wasn't always that way, though. There are several instances of vessels traveling above warp factor 10 in older episodes of Trek, and Canon explains that away by considering the warp factor scale to have been recalibrated sometime in the early 24th century. Of course, we've seen greater than warp 10 travel in newer Trek too, but more as an anomaly. Notably, when Lieutenant Tom Paris and Captain Catherine Janeway passed Warp 10 in Star Trek Voyager, we got the infamous Lizard Babies episode Threshold. <laughs> and we also saw Captain Beverly Crusher's ship, the Pasteur, travel at Warp 13 in the alternate timeline of TNG's All Good Things. So now, a trivia question for you. In the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 7 episode, Force of Nature, the Federation imposes a warp speed limit in certain areas of space. 
because warp activity was found to create damaging and dangerous subspace rifts. But what was the warp speed limit that they imposed? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.